Hey guys. Hi everyone. We are back this week um, with another podcast. I know a lot of you voted for the Salvation Story and we will be picking those back up every other week starting next week. Um, And then the weeks we don't do Salvation Story, we're going to do regular comment. I mean, content. (laughs) (laughs) Just because we had, most of the people want us to continue the Salvation Story, but there were a few listeners who wanted to do regular content. So we're just going to kind of mix it up. That way we get the best of both worlds. So... We're going to jump in with our icebreaker today. The icebreaker, if you've seen it online, um, if you haven't, go look at it, check it out, and let us know. So the icebreaker today is, do you prefer pancakes or waffles? This is a serious (laughs) debate. I know it's like so simple, but I'll start because I feel very strongly about this. (laughs) Same. Waffles. No. No. 110%. I feel like I'm outnumbered here. What do you think, Biggie? I'm not saying until it gets to me. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think waffles because I just cannot stand like soggy textures. Yeah, that's right. You don't like pancakes, do you? I I have never really been a huge fan of pancakes. Now the pancakes at um, Five Oaks, yeah, mm-hmm. those are good pancakes. But I think it's because they have a crispy outer. Like I just cannot do. Even when I do, we have pancakes or waffles. There has to be light syrup on there. Mother, I'm guessing I know where you stand on this. <laughs> I'm a pancake girl. I, waffles are good. Like, if you're staying in a hotel and they have a continental breakfast and you have the waffle maker, like, that's great and all. My issue with waffles is you're trying to spread your butter no, that on does there. Get annoying, and it gets down those little holes and then you that's have... Good, that's no, good. It's like it's, you have, like, chunks of butter that haven't melted. and they're, okay. just, they're just sitting in... Anything is made better with a chunk of butter. So if you no. bite into it and there's, like, a good no. chunk of butter down there... No. <laughs> I am pancakes. Because yeah. I like to put peanut butter on my pancakes or waffles. And it is harder to smear peanut butter on my waffles. So, it's just easier to do on pancakes. I like the fluffiness of a pancake. I just don't love whenever a waffle is, like, too crunchy. Like, it kind of has to be. You know, like, I when like you're... Crunchy, it's the I'm same that way, with... I'm that way with chocolate chips and stuff, too. Like cookies. Yeah. I like my cookies, like, barely cooked. Like, they yes. have to be really soft. I, I like them cooked. So I, I like a little bit of salmonella. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um... Drum who's, roll. Who's ready? I don't even think you know. I think you're just... <laughs> no, I do. Seriously. Okay. okay. Alright, ready? Really? Yeah. Waffles. <gasps> yes! What? I was hoping I would yes. be Okay, because I love both, honestly. Like, I can eat both, put them both away. They're really good. But after serious consideration, <laughs> I picked waffles because, I don't know, kind of like how Kira says, I don't really care that my pancake gets soggy, but like... I love that whenever you put syrup on your waffle, like, it gets that softness, but it's still got some crunch. And I just think it's so good. And, like, it's, I know the butter and stuff, like, it's hard to spread, but it gets down those little squares. So, it's like you just have, like, little pockets of butter. That's it's what so I said. It's yummy. Good. Okay. <laughs> Let's jump right into the topic for this week before we get into a brawl over pancakes <laughs> and gravy biscuits. Breakfast food. <laughs> So this week for our topic, we're going to be talking about something that I think is very common for pretty much, I'm, I'm, I think that probably almost every Christian has faced this before. I know I have. I think I could speak for everyone to say that everyone on this podcast has. And yeah. possibly multiple times. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to be talking about church hurt. Or, like, being hurt by other Christians. It may not even be a specific, like, church that hurt you. It could be another Christian that hurt you. 
or kind of just um, maybe even like almost steered you away from church at one point. Mm-hmm. So. And disclaimer, this is not a gossip session. No. So no. if you came here for a gossip session, I'm sorry. But you're going to have to go somewhere <laughs> else. <laughs> no tea. Wrong podcast, sorry. <laughs> but um, I believe this is a very touchy subject. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are a lot of people who have been hurt by the church. They feel like they've been hurt by someone at church or um, just a church in general that's hurt their feelings and caused them to stumble in their way. And that is 100% real. That happens all the time. Yeah. But we are not here to put any churches down. Right. We are not here to talk about specific situations. We want to discuss church hurt in general, mm-hmm. our experience with it, and um, how, how we overcome that. From that. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even want to, like, because you may be hurt by someone in the church who it was not their intention at all to hurt you, but they did. Or you may have been hurt from someone who did have the intention of just getting you out of their church or maliciously. It it could be both, but both of them are valid and just be, whether someone meant to hurt you or not, if you were hurt, that still means something to God. So I think that it's a very important topic to discuss because I think maybe sometimes whenever we're hurt by someone that we look up to, Mm -hmm. then we, feel like that it's not valid or that we're mad for no reason or we don't have a reason to be upset but I think it's really important to talk about it so that people feel safe like expressing that they were hurt right this is one of the biggest um things that Satan uses against the Christian is to turn them against other Christians yeah yeah the thing is is I think it's hard when you go to a church especially if you've went for a long time or even if you haven't went for a long time um you look up to, you know, the people in your church that maybe have been there a long time. Whoever it is, sometimes it's hard to disassociate that person with your relationship with God. And I feel like sometimes when we get hurt by the church or by Christian people, we put a label on that church or Christian people in general. And the thing is, is you have a relationship with God and whatever or whoever has hurt you, don't let that come between you and your relationship with God. It's important to know that that person hurt you, but God did not. Mm-hmm. Don't let your relationship with him suffer because of the actions of someone else. Because at the end of the day, it's you and him. The relationship is between you and him and not between you and him and your pastor, you and him and your church. You know, you are, you know, I, I want you to be rooted and grounded, you know, in your church and, and grow in your church. But the thing is, is if someone hurts you, don't let that affect the way that you walk with God every day. Mm-hmm. I think you have to look at yourself where you're at in your Christian walk. And you have to realize if you call yourself a Christian, if you identify as someone that's in a, a Christian person, mm-hmm. that means we are to be Christ-like. We are to follow Christ. But sometimes I think we get caught up on following others and... Other human beings aren't perfect just like us. Right. So if we follow, you know, if we're there just following our pastor, which I'm not, I'm saying like pastors are wonderful mentors. That's not what I'm like. They're there to guide the flock. But if you put all of your confidence in your pastor Mm -hmm. and what your pastor says, instead of doing it, doing what God says and finding out for yourself in the Bible, you know, the life that you should live, you're always going to be let down no matter what church you go to. And I think that, um, it's always really important to remember that the like our Christianity, just like mom was kind of t- touching on earlier, like your Christianity is Christ. Like that's who you're serving. And 
as much as the Bible talks about fellowship and like bearing witness to one another and like our spirits, like your spirit will, you know, unite with someone else's spirit who's a Christian and like yeah. you'll be able to tell by the fruits they bear. And as important as it is to have Christian friends and fellowship, like you also have to remember that this is a, you know, four person relationship. It's you the God, God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy ghost. Like yeah. that is the relationship. Right. So it is important to have friends who encourage you important to have people who pick you up, people you can ask questions to, but before you can do any of that, before you can bear witness to other people, before you can connect with someone on a spiritual level, you need to make sure that you're where you are with God. And so like, that's the main important thing, because if you don't have that relationship with God, where it needs to be, then it is going to be a lot easier for you to just walk away once you are hurt. Inevitably, you're going to be hurt. And so you need to have that strong foundation so that when you are hurt, you realize that, okay, like, this hurts a lot. This stinks. Like, I need to move on from this. I need to move towards God and not away from Him. Mm -hmm. We, I mean, having each other, like the people that you go to church with, the people you surround yourself with, that is, like, it can be... The biggest blessing ever. Yeah. But if we let it, we can allow it to be a stumbling block mm-hmm. if we let people, you know, dictate your worship. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, um, just because, you know, we're saying these things and to, to move on from that, we're not trying to take away from any of the hurt or the pain that others may have caused you. Like Delana said earlier, you know, it could be something you know, where the person did not mean whatsoever to hurt you or offend you, but they did. Or in the the other end of that, it could be somebody that really did just try to hurt and try to steal your joy. We're not trying to say that those feelings are not valid or that you were wrong in feeling hurt or betrayed. And it doesn't matter how close your relationship with God is. When people do things to you or hurt you, that's going to hurt. That's going to sting. And it is so hard to bounce back from that. It is so hard to look and say, you know, I'm going to look past this and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to worship with that person. And, you know, it can be very hindering to try to worship in a church where you feel like you've been hurt or you feel like you've been betrayed or you feel like you've been belittled. It is very hard and it takes a lot, a, a whole lot of prayer and a whole lot of seeking God and his guidance and what he wants you to do in that situation as far as, you know, staying in that church or if it's time for you to move into, you know, a new church or someplace else. That's not something to be taken lightly. You know, our church, we have church every Sunday and every Wednesday. And when you go and you fellowship with people and you're in, you know, church with people, two times a week, they become, a lot of times, I see them more than I do my own family. And, you know, it's hard to, to bounce back from being like, okay, this person hurt me and I just need to get over it. We're not saying that that's something that you need to just immediately get over and move on. Um, it definitely takes a lot of prayer, but, you know, the Bible says if you have an odd with your brother, um, you know, to go to them. So communication is definitely key if you feel like somebody has wronged you. Um. Like, I know you guys have probably heard this um, a lot, but if somebody's talking about their hometown, they'll say, like, well, there's a church on every corner and stuff. And usually that's looked at as, like, not really negatively, but, like, <laughs> a lot of people just say it just to be, like, joking around, like, there's a church on every corner. But I feel like that's a good thing mm-hmm. if your town has that because, like, we're talking about with church hurt or, like, Christian hurt, I feel like God puts an opportunity. And I just find that to be a blessing because... 
if someone is out there and they've had church hurt, they can they have so many more opportunities for God to find a home yeah. for them. Yeah. And um so just keep going to churches, try out churches. Not everybody's the same, not every church has the same denomination and there's p- different people everywhere. So yeah, definitely try out some other churches. God definitely has a place where you belong, yeah. where yeah. you need to be. I also think that sometimes um the devil will try to talk us into um thinking poorly of other Christians. Yeah. Maybe like we've just been having a rough week and we go to church and someone says something completely innocent and the devil will whisper in your ear and be like, okay, she does not like you or he does not like you. And they're trying to downgrade you Mm -hmm. and they're trying to do this to you. And if we're not careful, we can allow that to fester up and just become, okay, no one likes me. Nobody wants me here. And that is all from the devil. Like the devil will... Now, isolate you. He knows yeah. that he can get you away from other Christians because right. we draw our strength from other Christians. Absolutely. If he can isolate you and mm-hmm. get you away from other Christians and make you feel like, well, you don't fit in here. They mm-hmm. they talk about you. They, you know, if he can get you by yourself, then you'll start to believe those lies, and everything that's done at church will be like a magnet, a magnifying glass to that's your about insecurities. You. That's, and like, yeah. and I think the biggest thing we're trying to get across here is. No matter um, if someone's hurt you or what you're going through right now, do not give up on your relationship with God. Right. Um, if you're at a church and you feel like you've been hurt or maybe they're not, you know, preaching the truth or you, and, you know, that's bothering you. If something is bothering you, I think that, um, I just lost my whole train of thought right there. <laughs> I forgot what I was even saying. I started looking at that comment and then uh, I lost everything. Yeah. Well, what was I saying? If something is bothering you, then you should leave. I think a big thing in when you're hurt at church or you feel like, you know, those feelings of, I can't even think. <laughs> Communication is key. Mm-hmm. I think if something is bothering you and like if there's a certain person or a certain group of people, you know, that are, that you feel like are hindering you. You know, a lot of times I think something that causes, like Dwayne said, it to fester more is instead of going to the person that we are having trouble with, we want to tell everybody else. Yeah. Like we want to, if I'm having trouble with Delana, I should go talk to Delana about it Mm -hmm. in confidence. You know, sometimes people aren't going to receive what you say. Right. But nine times out of ten, communication will fix a lot of things. But it's not, if I'm having issues with Delana... But I go to Malia and I say, do you know what Delana said about me? Mm. Like, or I make a post on Facebook, like adding Delana. Oh. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like showing the whole community, like, okay, someone hurt me. You know, Facebook is not a place for you to get revenge on people that hurt you. Because everybody on Facebook has an opinion. Yes. (laughs) And everybody on Facebook is nosy. Same. Because you do not want to miss heaven for anything. Do not let anyone be a stumbling block to you. And if it takes you moving out of that situation or trying to find another church, you know, I'm not saying hop around and go everywhere. And what I'm saying is find a place that you're rooted and grounded in. Yeah. And no church is perfect. Right. No church is perfect. You're going to find, if you try to, if you go and you try to find a perfect church, you'll be looking the rest of your life. And I think it's so important for us not to take one experience that we've had with a person that goes to a church and label the whole church that way. And as hard as it is, like the Bible talks about praying for your enemies and those who hurt you. 
And so just learning how to handle those situations with grace and say, you know, Lord, I don't have control over this situation, but I do have control over how I react to it. And I just want to do it with as much grace as possible and just learning to grow from that. And a lot of times I think that we go through things to become a better Christian and Maybe if, if all that we learned was, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. I don't want to be that type of Christian to someone else. Like, if that's all that we learned, mm-hmm. it's worth it because it helps us grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I don't know if I'm the only one that does this, but like on Facebook or on TikTok, I'll see something about like a church in like another state and something's like come out about them. Like somebody in the church has done something bad. And like I said, we'll go. I can be nosy sometimes. <laughs> I start scrolling through the comments and the some of the comments actually like hurt because you see people being like, well, this is why nobody goes to church. This is why yeah. church isn't popular. Yeah. Uh, this is why Christians are awful. And it's just like, you should not judge an experience yeah. on every Christian or on every church. Because there are churches and there are Christians out there that are there to get you closer to God and not to, you know, throw you off or hurt you. At the end of the day, you have to understand, like I said a while ago, um, the relationship, what's going to get you to heaven is the relationship that you have with Jesus. So I think that's the point that we're trying to make here is that don't allow the relationships that you have with your, your home church or a visiting church or Christians in general the only thing that matters is the relationship that you have with Jesus. And if you get hurt and you so easily walk away from God, then your relationship was never with him in the first place. Are we a perfect church? Absolutely not. Do we have flaws? Yes, we do. But I know that we love the Lord and we try to treat people as good as possible. That's not to say that, you know, things aren't going to happen, you know, there that... Or there's not somebody out in the world that said somebody from Spyro yeah, has, has hurt me. I think something that a lot of people forget is that Jesus himself was hurt by the church and yeah. hurt by Christians. Mm-hmm. The Pharisees were the ones who got Jesus convicted. And, yeah. and they were religious leaders. So. Yes. And a lot of people don't think about that. Like, Jesus didn't just stop and be like, all right, God, I'm done. Yeah. These people were mean to me. I'm quitting. I don't want to serve you no more. Right. And obviously, he was the son of God. So, like, really... Um, he, what was he going to do? Yeah, what was he going to do? <laughs> but um, I'm sure there was times he did feel very hurt. And he yeah. was like... Why is there, like, is, there's no point of continuing. Like, nobody likes me. There's, yeah. people say really rude stuff to me. And if he kept going, then so can we. Right. We can find people. He found 12 best friends. Yeah. <laughs> and that's <laughs> what he went through life with. And um, I mean, minus Judas, but. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> minus Judas. <laughs> Judas hurt him, that's too. And hurt him, too. Yeah. And like you said earlier, don't, you know, lift people up, encourage mm-hmm. people um, take people in, you know, we're all just a bunch of misfit sinners who don't deserve to go to heaven. We're here to point people to Christ. Yeah. Like this isn't a competition of who can get to heaven first. Nobody, you're not going to get a better reward when you get to heaven than someone else. If you, you know, work harder or you have more friends or more followers on your Instagram account, like, or if you're more savage to, like, (laughs) just because, like, Posting on Facebook and belittling people who Other don't people. go to church. Yeah. And that is not how you win souls It doesn't to make Jesus. you look like, any better right. or a better Christian than anyone. Being, like, acting like you're holier than anybody else. Like, we're all level. Dad always says everyone's level at the foot of the cross. And yeah. that's 
that's the truth. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're gonna have people that are gonna think that you're judgmental just because of your beliefs, and and you may never be. I I really try hard never to judge anybody because I wouldn't want anyone to judge me for yeah. things that I've done, and. You know, people may not even know you and accuse you of being judgmental just right. because you're a Christian. Those things we cannot help. I don't think I'm better than anybody else. I just want to spread the love of Jesus. And there are people that are going to look at you and make a judgment based off of just you being a Christian alone. Mm-hmm. But it is our job to prove that Christians are love and that Jesus has his arms open to everybody. You yeah. don't have to club people and tell them that they're going to go to hell and... no. The the truth of the matter is, you know, if someone dies lost or if you have sin in your life and you die, you will go to hell. Yeah. But people know that. People people need They don't need you to tell them. They don't need <laughs> yeah. you to tell them. They someone at church said this this morning actually. They were like their sinners know where they're going. They don't need you to tell them they're sinners. They need yes. you to point them in the, in right, the right direction. direction. Yeah. yeah. And I think what Dinah said was worded perfectly. You know, we're here to show love. We're here mm-hmm. to encourage and uplift people. And if you're not doing that, or, you know, you're part of the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing is, too, is like, you know, if you've ever been hurt by the church or you've ever been hurt by Christians and you remember that pain and how long it took you to get over that, why would you want anyone else to feel that way? Mm-hmm. So, you know, try your best to, you know, we all have bad days. We all have times when we're in a bad mood or you know maybe we're upset at somebody or but try your best to just not let those feelings inside come out in words towards other people um if you felt that hurt before and you remember how it felt I can remember having sleepless nights I can remember not eating well I can remember just crying all the time having to cry myself to sleep and just feeling like felt like hurt like that before and the thing is is if you've been in that position Try your best to never make anybody else feel that way. And don't let Pharisees keep you from church. That's right. If you've been hurt by a church or a Christian, um, we're not saying just to get over it and find a new church and you'll find friends. We're saying don't let that pull you away from church. Mm -hmm. Still continue to go. Find a church. Find good people and root in. Um, We're not saying it doesn't hurt. There's been things years ago that still hurt. Yeah. And... At the end of the day, your pastor or your Christian friends or people that are supposed to be there for you are not going to be the ones pleading your case. (laughs) Jesus is the one going to be pleading your case. So Mm -hmm. hang on to him. Put your faith in him. That doesn't mean you'll never get hurt. That doesn't mean you'll never get upset. But you'll have somebody that will stick closer than a brother, the Bible says. And as always, we're praying for you all. We're praying that your relationship with God grows. And we hope that... You know, that this came out okay and that, you know, something that we said in this podcast helped your heart heal a little bit. And um, if you ever need any prayer or, you know, we don't need details. If you just need prayer, we're always here if you want to message one of us. or A topic idea. Um, We pray you guys grow from these experiences, um, especially if nobody's apologized to you. Um, We still pray for you and um, hope that you continue serving God. Yes, and we hope that you all are praying for us. Yes, Yes. we need all the prayers we can get over here. (laughs) But we're super thankful for you all. It's an honor and a privilege to be able to spread the love of Jesus and uh, just come on here and do our little part on the podcast. So, you know, we may not always be right 100% of the time. Nobody is, but we're going to try our best, and we're just trying to point people in his direction. So 
that we appreciate everybody who listens. We truly do, even if it's just one or two people. You know, if we help, if we can help one person, that it's worth it all. We love you guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye.